Welcome into the Esports Network podcast, talking anything and everything related to the scene of esports, the industry at large, talking about the players, the games, the executives, I mean, all that stuff in between. I'm your host, Kevin Correa, and joining me today is a very special, we'll call him, you know what, we'll call him friend of the show. Let's welcome in Raymond Lucier, aka Rambo Ray. He's the head coach slash GM over at Optic Texas, the new, newly minted Optic Texas CDL team. Rambo Ray, what's, what's popping, man? How's it going? What's up, man? I'm actually uh, pretty impressed by how well you pronounced my last name there. That's pretty solid. I, actually, that's probably the best I've ever heard it. So uh, props to you on that, Kevin. Every, t- every time I say your last name, you always compliment me. You're like, I love the way you say my last name. And I'm like, you know what? I practice it. You know, I, I listen to it, some... It sounded some... good. I, I, I got to learn how you say it now because I think it sounds better the way you said it than I do. Hey, man, I, I listened to a few clips of some uh, Quebecois saying it out loud. Yes, and I'm sir. like, oh, that's, that's the way. I hear it there. That's what I want. I want to hear that name out there, Lucier, and, and pop it out there. But for now, the Rambo Ray part of your name is, is the all-encompassing part, which is... Uh, you know, the fact that you are the head coach and GM of the Optic Texas CDL team. So currently, just a quick little overview. Um, Optic Texas currently sitting uh, roughly fourth place heading into playoffs for major one uh, major, of course, uh, three and two record. Not, you know, not too shabby. It's a good showing out. Uh, again, playoffs begin uh, this upcoming week as of the release of this episode, Thursday, March 3rd, hosted out of the newly Envy managed Esports Stadium, Arlington, North Texas. People can still grab tickets, uh, last available single day tickets going on to Optic dot call of duty league.com to get those there so before we get into the big topic of the course the, the major uh, coming up this week uh i mean last time i saw you you were still you know under the dallas empire name we still had some 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 roster moves happening i mean what was your reaction to hearing that oh envy slash empire is merging with optic this is going to be the new name this is going to be the new branding and here are two new players what was your i guess your immediate reaction to having that go down in the, in the first i guess few months of the off season yeah obviously it was super exciting um i actually heard about the potential when i say potential is more it was more or less likely but um i heard about uh, it from hastro about a month before champs last year so i kind of heard about it before the season ended, ended wow. um which was exciting obviously i didn't discuss with the players and whatnot but it's obviously for me it's cool because it's kind of like encompassing all my roots i played for optic i played for envy and now i get to play for kind of both at the same time it's pretty awesome or not play but you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. be a part of both um but yeah no it, it's been it's been all great positive stuff so far um i absolutely enjoyed doing content and being on the optic side of things obviously super big content org on the like a very big content uh, driven push on their side. So uh, being in all the content stuff with Scump and obviously having a team with Scump in the past, like there's, there's just so many kind of like crazy, like uh nostalgia moments that kind of came back with the whole thing. So it's, I've, I've been very excited about it since, and the team's doing well, as you stated, we're, we're three and two now after kind of a little rough start. Um, it could easily be five and oh, it could, it could easily be worse, but uh, we're fighting, man. It's, it's, it's good to get some, um, uh, some some tough battles early in the year like this because it builds character and and really shows us what we're capable of for sure and and we'll we'll get into that in a little bit later here but I mean going back to this this Optic Texas really quick merger because this is the first time I've, I've had a chance to talk with somebody from Optic in in a while I know you guys have been extremely busy getting stuff ready and and kind of working through this this new CDL season but I mean you mentioned that you you found out a month before Champs and I think 
right after champs was when everybody kind of knew it was an open secret that optic and and envy were, were in discussions for things like that and, and no nothing was ever official and things of that nature was it hard kind of like clamping down and like y'all you guys are, are don't know what you're talking about and i we don't we, there's nothing confirmed <laughs> i'm not saying anything it was it kind of hard to to kind of uh, be quiet and, and behind the scenes i think it was easy for everyone except shotzi shotzi looked at like <laughs> multiple times we we we, we, we created a nickname for him now we call him leaksy just he, he literally blew it off like three or four times like just this guy was just non-stop havoc <laughs> we I, can't share anything with him anymore i know, Every I know. We get a secret we just share it to the three players and he's just out of it <laughs> <laughs> i mean what was it the constant uh, obs stream overlay the optic yeah, texas yeah literally like he just found like multiple ways of it every time he was like oh crap on the stream <laughs> and it's like well now you didn't even hide it like you could at least try and play it off come on but, man. Uh, it was it was kind of funny to see him struggle through that but now it's it was definitely something everyone was excited about sharing. And uh, when we finally got to share it openly uh, as a group, it was, it was all positive and super cool. And so, I mean, let, now let's, let's get into this, this, this talk about the newest CDL season, right? You guys are playing on a new game, uh, on a new team, uh, you know, Optic Texas playing on Vanguard. I mean, how is this competitive iteration of COD working out for you guys? Obviously, you guys are seeing all 12 teams coming up at each of the majors. And obviously, like you mentioned, you guys could be 5-0, and but games have been so close lately. So, I mean, the parody here is pretty insane how, how, how talented all of these teams are. Has it been kind of a, a challenge on this newest season? Yeah, I mean, the, the league is probably the most competitive it's been since its inception, uh, starting Modern Warfare. I mean, back when I first came in coaching, we looked at the league in a way where we had like three or four tough matchups and we weren't really sweating the other teams. I know this sounds like a little bit arrogant, but from a standpoint of where we were playing and how we were playing compared to the other teams, we just knew that fundamentally and skill-wise, we were just completely outmatching some of the lower-end teams. But this year, it's completely different. I don't think there's a single matchup this year that you can really kind of look past and be like, yeah, this is going to be a win. Um, and the start of the season has really proven that. A uh, couple of newcomers, a new talent, some of the older guys who or players who just weren't really doing what they needed to do to play at the highest level last year got weeded out. Um, and it's just incredibly talent across all the teams now. It definitely, It's definitely exciting to see because I think it's a really cool thing for a viewership standpoint to see just never really see a match that you just know who's going to win. Like there's always... There's always the thought that a team can be another team. Even Paris, who's 0-5, took face the last mm-hmm. map in the, one of their first matches. So, um, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. And I think the 12 teams uh, being at every major is is going to encompass that as well because of the fact that, like, in the past, we looked at the four teams in the loser bracket. I kind of like, yeah, these teams have no chance. But now we might see something crazy, like a team who starts in losers have a chance to make it all the way to, like, the depths of the tournament. So... I think that's super exciting, and, uh, and I can't wait for the first major. For sure, and obviously, obviously things are, are early on. You know, we're still in the stage one of the season, and I, but I, I got to be honest, I don't think I've ever witnessed myself like really kind of enjoying Seattle Surge play as much as I have lately. Seeing teams <laughs> like Toronto Ultra struggle, I'm like, man, this, this is kind of an insane uh, kind of start to the season. And so, obviously, uh, you know, with the kickoff classic happening uh, earlier before the season, so I kind of like a, a preseason. I'm not going to call it exhibition because there was there's money at stake. I'm not going to call it that, but. I mean, and then we saw you guys bounce back from from two early losses. I mean, early early in the season, does it feel like everybody's still kind of learning and adapting to you know the the big offseason changes from the game, from a new roster, from you know a, a, a different perspective of things going into a vanguard filled uh, CDL season? It just kind of feels a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say it's more so the game that's really different this year, like the structure and like the. The basis of the game, like the spawn system is very different than what we played on last year. So it, that's definitely a big adjustment for a lot of players. And obviously the added the addition of a lot of new players and a lot of team changes has kind of made that 
uh, the communication in has changed a lot. So like it's made the communication team with the, the communication aspect within teams matter a lot more because of how different and how quicker the game is in terms of like having to understand where, where things are at. Um, so I think it's just like a mold of everything. It's just made some teams kind of learn a little slower than other teams. And also just the fact that um, the, the practice that we get uh, in scrims is somewhat different than matches because of how different the game plays from last year. So it's easy to play Lucy when you scrim, but when, when obviously the lights are on and you're playing under the scope of the league and your match counts towards their, your points for the playoffs, people play a little slower. So it changes the pace of things. And then the sponsor system on top of that changes a little bit. Um, so it's just, I think it's just going to be a little slower. Like the learning curve this year is just a little slower in general. So I think you'll see, you'll start seeing like really how the league and how the teams are going to structure more. So after the first major, I feel like probably NSH, you'll really see the, the, the contenders for a championship this year kind of come out on top. Um, but as of right now, it's super incredibly exciting and I really hope it doesn't change that much, but um, we're, I think we're starting to see it a little bit now, the transition between like some of the teams that had a really hot start, but are starting to slow down a little bit because of the fact that teams are starting to figure themselves out. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm, I'm curious because I know you kind of, I, I don't think I've ever seen this before, even in, in sports, right? Where you see two major teams come together. I mean, uh, when this deal went down, uh, was there any big changes on, on, from your from your position, from like uh, what you do? Or is it still pretty much like I still manage the CDL team? It's just changed into a different name, maybe a few different players, different personalities hopping in around. But is it still pretty much the same kind of system that you, you're used to working in? Yeah, no, it hasn't changed much at all. If anything, for me, the only big difference is I'm doing more content now, which I enjoy personally, so I don't mind it at all. Um, and obviously, the players and and how the team is as a whole is a little different last year because we have different people around. So, uh, but everything, everything in comparison last year to me has been extremely positive, um, especially from a roster roster standpoint. I feel like like we have a group of guys who are all really hungry and motivated and never really take it like a day off in terms of like. We don't want to get better today, which is sounds weird sometimes, but sometimes some of the older guys just kind of lose the the drive a little bit. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for how things have been going on, and uh, I'm really looking forward to how we how well we can push our, our chance to win a championship. I mean, when I say a championship, I mean caught champs. Yeah, we're not towards talking the end of the year as the year goes on. Not talking majors. We're talking uh, the yeah. big bucks at the end of the year. Um, that's the one. That, that's the one that matters. <laughs> exactly. That's saying the other ones don't matter. Obviously, I want to win everything. But <laughs> if if I've said this multiple times, if I were to lose every tournament a year and win champs, I'd consider that a successful year. Exactly. I mean, it, it, champs is like the end all be all. That's like your that's your World Series right there. You can win. You know, in baseball, you can win like every month and and like oh, this is the number one team every month. But if you don't win, come playoffs when it matters. Have you really won yeah. anything? You go 162 and 0, and then you lose, and comes the big game, and then uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you, you made you, a record for a season play, but nobody. I mean, people remember obviously a crazy stat yeah. like that. I'm, but like, still, you know, you guys know what I'm saying. But people will remember like the Warriors going 70 some odd games and 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 nine losses, right? And they end up losing the the finals. It's like, well, yep. that was a great team, but seeing that's but, that's, that's yeah. the, the the qualifier there. But I mean, uh, from your perspective, just just really quickly, I'm gonna the last time I'm gonna harp on this because I feel like it's it's something that uh, I, I was curious about because I know the Dallas Empire brand was like a kind of you know it's the, the inaugural CDL champ, uh, kind of the branding kind of being retired for a bit. Did it make you a little sad to see the name go away? or is it just kind of like we, we you did good but now it's time for a change a much needed change oh no 100 percent, it made me sad I, I i thought the logo was one of the coolest logos in esports history um just the crown and then the fact that it had envy in the crown for those who didn't know yep um and just the brand in general is super awesome so like from a from a branding standpoint for sure it made me sad but like everything around it and like what it meant and the team and the dialogue behind the scenes is, hasn't really changed at all so it's just 
besides the branding for me, nothing feels like it really changed besides obviously the players coming in and then having the the aspect of the Optic Dynasty and like the 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 franchise being like one of the bigger franchises in esports history is just obviously there's a lot from a social standpoint that came in, um, which I enjoy and I like. Um, I like connecting with fans and having people to like talk to that they don't uh, new people to talk to that that end. Um, but yeah, definitely a little sad to see the Empire brand go. And definitely, uh, it was one of my favorite brands um, to ever have ever been a part of for sure for sure and so obviously those, those optic fans for for better or for worse they are loud they are proud that green wall oh, yeah. surely is is built up stronger even now so let's talk about the season a little bit more as obviously uh you guys went through a bit of a, a rough patch like you mentioned earlier but you guys bounced back pretty well you're you're sitting in that fourth spot heading into the major playoffs i mean what was i guess an early lesson an early teaching moment that maybe humbled you maybe humbled a player you don't you don't have to name names but you just kind of was there a situation that popped up where like you you came back after those two losses uh, early in the season. You're just like, oh, well, we just need to make an adjustment here, here, here. And then you kind of bounced back and, and, and made it work, right? I mean, as a team, we were extremely confident going into the season, even the kickoff. Like, I, I even, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll literally open this up. Like, after the vetoes against LATs and the maps we got, I was like, there's no chance we can lose this just mm-hmm. because of how well we were practicing online and how good we were looking on the maps. And then, and then we got the match itself and just didn't, we weren't ourselves at all. Um, and in the matches, in our first few matches of the season, not that that was the same issue. We were definitely playing more like ourselves, but we just made a lot of mistakes. And it just shows that, like, this game and the system that, that like, not the system, but basically the way this game is played is so fragile. Like, things yeah. can go south really quick if you just have one moment lapse in concentration. Um, and it's really kind of taught us to, like, just, just have a whole different perspective on how we go about a game and just be a lot more, not serious, but never really lose an inch about what we're trying to gain in a match. Um, and we've been obviously not saying we didn't do that to start with, but it just kind of makes you realize losing games like that makes you realize that you're just, you're not, you're not unbreakable. Like things can happen to you just like anybody else. If you don't play your game at the highest level. And if you lose track of what makes us good. Um, and I feel like we've, uh, we've turned that around in a pretty big way with our last three matches. We were nine and one in map count in the last three matches mm-hmm. against uh, obviously Two, or is it not two? Two, well, two teams are obviously starting winners. So two teams that are winners, um, including Toronto, which obviously is a, an incredible team and uh, one of the teams to me that still has one of the best team play capabilities out of any team in the league. Um, so yeah, no, from a, from a turnaround standpoint, I'm extremely excited as a coach, um, and I feel like the tone and how we go about things has changed a little bit after the first few losses, uh, which which seem which sounds like a little weird, like could be a little negative, but to <laughs> me is the right tone to have at this point in the year. I want things to be a little more down and not not depressing is probably the wrong word, but like a little more dark because I don't want us to be on a high right now. I really want to hit that high later in the year where we're everything everything's kind of going the way we want it to go and everything's happy so that we get in the champs and we're just we just feel unbeatable. Exactly. Like that's a good feeling to have. But early in a season like this, it's good to kind of have to gone through that that kind of wake up point. And like here, slap you on the face. It ain't, it ain't as easy as you think it is, boys. Like you got to work for it. <laughs> right, right, man. That's that's a good point. I think people really underestimate just how big a a, a role momentum plays going into esports. You know, it's not just about you know stats and 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 you know mechanics and stuff like that. It's also about a lot of the emotion, a lot of this, the, the way your brain processes thing. Momentum does a huge uh, uh, part of that. So you guys it's extremely that- mental to your yeah. point. Like it's extremely mental. Like people, I feel like that's one of the things that's not really kind of given to light that much. Is like. If you have bad practice going to the tournament, your momentum and your mental going to that tournament is not going to be good. Yeah. Like you can't be losing maps left and right. And that's one of the reasons, like going to the first kickoff, we were extremely high on that end because we were basically not losing any maps to anyone. 
Um, so for us, it was like, yeah, like we're just top dogs. Like we're a team to beat. Uh, but clearly, if you don't play your game at your best, that's not the case all the time. So yeah. For sure, and and so obviously this team is 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 built a little a little different than last year's team, and so I'm curious from your your angle, you're at the top of the totem pole. How has team chemistry looked like from your angle of things? You know, you got newcomers like Scump and Dashy. Are they fitting in well with Shotzi and Illy, or is Shotzi Leaksy leaking leaking things like crazy or things yeah. of that nature? <laughs> love love the usage of Leaksy there. Uh, <laughs> no, like realistically, I feel like the 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 changes we've had this year has been extremely positive. Dashi and uh, Dashi actually played with Illy and Shotzi a little bit prior to their all pro careers. Mm. Um, I think they played some like they're already kind of friends in that end. Um, so like Set was the outcast in that. <laughs> it sounds crazy <laughs> to say, but Scump was the outcast here. Uh, but no, I feel like like they all have extreme respect for each other on that end uh, from the playing front. So and everyone extremely motivated motivated to try and win. And obviously, both our teams didn't have the greatest years last year. Um, we had some high finishes, but none of us won anything. So. Obviously, the hunger for getting back to the top of the totem pole is extremely, uh, it, it's, it, the fire's there, really. Um, and if anything, I feel like the roster change has really kind of helped Illy uh, fall more into a leadership role because he's, he's kind of the top dog in communication now. I've been working with him a little more closely than I have in the past on getting to, to kind of try and really fall truly into the role of an in-game leader in terms of communication. And I feel like something that we were missing last year, and I feel like the Optic roster I mean, I don't know what they had last year, but obviously something that we were missing last year that I really want this year. Um, and I feel like we've been improving that lately. And our last couple of matches are showing that some of that stuff is starting to work. Um, and the fact that we have so much time, to, I mean, so much time, we don't have that many matches, but we have a few months to really kind of get to where we want to be fully as a team for, for come champs time. So um, yeah, and I, I, I can't be more excited about the roster that we've, we've have right now. And um, I really, I truly feel like we have a really good chance to win it all this year. For sure, and so obviously, uh, Illy. I think from my perspective, just he's had the most amazing growth. I think, I think, uh, to becoming this this IGL for you guys. I mean, are you how impressed are you with Illy? As I know, everybody talks about shots, seeing him making the plays and MVP like quality and, and you know things of that nature. But Illy, I think, has really been an unspoken uh, hero, not hero, but you know, unspoken uh, member of growth for this squad. Who's been, you know, he's been pretty much on top of it. What are you, what are your thoughts on Illy's growth? Illy, Illy's like the mix of an old school player and a new school player. Mm -hmm. Like he, he sees the game in an analytical way. He understands strategy. He sees it in a game. And he's able to process it at a speed that uh, I'd say like obviously the average player can, but even most of the other pros can't. Um, and that's why like I feel like he's, he's just a talent, an unsung talent that obviously hasn't performed on the statistical level of Shotzi or, or those other guys who drop KDKDs, but his impact on the game is much greater than stats. Um, and that's something that I like personally, because that's kind of how I was as a player myself. Mm -hmm. um, when I was playing back in the day, it was just his impact on the team is much, much greater than how he kills. And obviously he still has the capability of killing and dropping statistics. And the last couple of matches have shown that. Um, but obviously his impact and a lot of people were like, I, I saw a lot of like negative feedback around him last year. Um, but just understand that the way he plays the game and what he does to a team is, is obviously uh, undervalued and something that is extremely needed to win championships. So with how he's building himself this year as an IGL and how he is playing per on a personal level, uh, like obviously his slang capabilities, is, I just feel like he's going to be one of the bigger talents, if not probably a top five player by the end of the year if he, uh, from, a, from a grander scheme standpoint, um, if he can encompass everything together, which I think he will. For sure. And not just speaking about statistics, obviously, but, you know, you can, you can find a player who can sink shots, but it's very hard to find a, a player who can facilitate those shots to, to make it all look seamless. Right. So, and, and Illy's oh, probably 100%. part of that. Obviously, um, 
the kickoff ma- the kickoff major excuse me <laughs> the the upcoming major one for you guys starting up this week of course uh i know you optic fans kind of showed up for the kickoff classic a bit that was kind of the first opportunity fans had to kind of interact with you guys see you on stage cheer you on i'm assuming uh that first time was kind of like wow this is the first time i've i've, I've heard optic fans cheering for me in quite a long time <laughs> you have to yeah. assume this this upcoming week that the presence will probably be a little bit more uh how i say i guess we'll fill the room a lot more than they did during the cl- during the uh, kickoff classic right most likely i mean i would i would assume so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um considering how much this event has been promoted compared to kickoff classic but yeah no i mean i'm super excited to have everyone there and and compete in front of the fans again the fact that i mean I, I won't lie, like it was extremely nerve wracking for me as a GM and a coach to potentially start in a loser bracket at our own major. Mm. Um, like I think everyone doubled down on our side to really make sure that didn't happen. And the fact that we played so well the last three matches is maybe incredibly proud of because it obviously I wouldn't say like playing for Optic has added pressure personally. Maybe the players feel differently about this, but I think regardless of who you play with, if you show up to your own major starting loser bracket, I think that's a little down. That's a that's not the greatest feeling. Um, <laughs> so just obviously you want to give yourself the best chance possible to win the event. I mean, not saying that changes our chances. It just obviously gives us an extra lifeline because uh, you still have to beat all these incredibly good teams on the other side of it. So, but yeah, no, I'm super excited to have everyone there and obviously having the, the crowd on my side compared to the last couple of years being booed a little bit. I uh, wasn't used to that. Can't lie. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time and I'm excited to get the crowd riled up and, uh, and see all the good stuff we're going to be doing for the event. For sure, for sure. And so, I mean, coming up to you towards your first match against, I, guess, I think it's Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. And so that's, that's your first match uh, for the uh, major coming up. What's something you guys have kind of uh, kept in mind as this major is approaching? Is it something to do with the land? Is it something to do with the team you're up against? Or, I mean, just kind of playing it loose, just playing it not, not too stra- uh, you know, strenuous. What's, the, what's the, the, the focus going into, week, into this week? We feel strongly about our, our chances are best if we just focus on ourselves. Um, I'm not saying we're not doing any scouting on the other teams or really figure out their tendencies and and small things we can change to our gameplay to make to make it seem like it's a little easier on ourselves compared to what they do. But in general, we just we're we're so <laughs> not stuck up, but we're we're so into our own ways of playing the game and our fundamentals to where we feel like if we play the game at our best, we're going to be any team in the league. Um, so that's really what our practice and our day to day regimen is now up until the majors is to make sure we're in the best potential situation to play our best at the major. Um, and if we do that, I think we have a good chance to win. And I feel like most other teams will probably feel the same way. Um, but yeah, that's really what we're focused on right now. We're, we're not focusing on obviously Seattle's our first match and we're going to focus on it a little bit, but it's, it's not to a point where like we're, we're putting our whole eye line, our, our eyesight on them and them only. It's really just the grander scheme of everything. So we need to play at our best and have the strongest map pool possible to be able to win a tournament. And that's what we're doing in practice every day. For sure. And so, uh, Ray, I'm going to ask you to finish the sentence for me, you know, just because I know grammar is my favorite thing. It's probably got to be your favorite thing, too. Optic Texas wins major one champs if what? I don't know, dude. That's a tough one. <laughs> I just really don't want to say something simple, but I feel like that's like the simple answer here Didn't is really the right one. Yeah. I mean, really, like it, it's as long as you progress every day, which is something we've been doing so far. Um, and obviously, they, it sounds super simple to like a, a casual person or a person we even a person who may play competitive COD. But the progression element of always learning something and never losing what you learned is really kind of what makes a team better, um, because you never have to go back and relearn things that you learned in the past. If you consistently take in the things that you're learning about the game on a day, and then it allows you to move on to the next thing, your your kind of knowledge base towards the end of the year is going to be so much bigger than another team who maybe wasn't able to do that. And that's why practice is so important. 
Um, so yeah, I'd say just being able to progress every day from now to the end of the year will definitely uh, be a successful team. For sure. For sure. That's the perfect answer right there. Even if it's simple, it works out for you, man. And so, uh, Ray, I can't thank you enough for hopping on the show with me, man, talking about the latest coming up with the major for you guys, the the kind of the movements around the Optic Envy organization. And also, you know, just best of luck, man. I, I can't wait to see you guys this weekend perform on a main stage again. And really, uh, during uh, the middle of a major, it's always fun to have this happen uh, in a season like this. So I'm sure you guys will enjoy it. I'm sure you guys will have fun as well as, you know, obviously compete. Uh, so obviously... Ray, I can't think enough hopping the show, man. I appreciate you, Gavin. Have a good one. That's Rambo Ray. Follow him, follow him on Twitter at Rambo Ray, at Optic, at Optic Texas. Uh, of course, don't miss the Major 1 playoffs coming up this week, Thursday, March 3rd. Be hosting out of the Envy Managed Esports Stadium, Arlington, North Texas. People, you can still grab tickets, last day tickets available, optic.callofdutyleague.com. So that's Rambo Ray, the head coach slash GM of Optic Texas, the CDL team. And I'm Kevin Correa right here on the Esports Network Podcast. Whoa!